Hi, and welcome to The Well Exchange, where we talk about how our spiritual reality impacts our business, our relationships, and more. On today's podcast, we're sharing a clip from session one of Unlocked, our recent online summit. All right. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Unlocked. Um, We're unlocking identity and inheritance through intercession today. And I'm super excited to get to share about um, intercession. We're going to be starting with intercession. And so I know intercession is a term that we we use a lot in the church and uh, quite often don't actually understand what it means. A lot of people think it just means prayer, but um, I'm going to just share a bit of my story with intercession and uh, maybe it, it'll resonate with you, maybe not, but um, we're going to have a lot of things. So if uh, one thing you can do right now is um, open your email from yesterday and uh, I think Angela sent it to you. I can also put it in the chat. We created a PDF with just different components for today. So part of those components will be um, the 20 different types of prayer. And that will be um, that will be key this morning because we're going to be talking about how to uh, utilize those so that you can unlock uh, greater levels of identity and inheritance. Those things are super important to us. So um, let me just open the chat. It's in the chat for you. And it should be available for download for anyone who's watching this after. Uh, if not, just email us at thewell.exchange at gmail.com and we'll get it, give it to you. All right. So uh, I don't know about you guys, but um, in my past with, uh, with prayer, I, I was actually like a missionary for a long time, a pastor. And uh, as a pastor... I hated prayer meetings. I absolutely loathed, loathed them. It was it wasn't fun to go to. I thought they were just dreary and dry, and I didn't want to be there. Um, what what I experienced in prayer was that most people. So imagine this: I go into a meeting. It's usually people with a lot of white and gray hair. No offense for people who have white and gray hair, but it was a lot of older people. And um, usually in the prayer meetings, um, we just kept praying the same thing over and over and over again, hoping for you know something to shift. And, and what I kind of felt with it was it was like we were trying to conjure up something from God. Um, it was like we were... We're like God, God, do this thing, do this thing, and it was, it was almost, it was, it was definitely religious, but it was just this this weird experience where, you know, we wouldn't see the thing happen that we were longing to see happen, and um, and so, you know, in these rooms, sometimes these meetings are an hour and a half, two hours. You know, we do the prayer circle thing, you go around, everyone prays, and. Honestly, it's almost repeat all the way around. We did this, uh, it, like I said, with the older people in some of these meetings. I do a couple of prayer meetings a week. And then we had some with college students. And again, it was the same thing. It was over and over and over again, the exact same prayer, almost verbatim. God, would you do something? Would you, you know, would you do this thing that we're hoping for? So for example, we were praying for an event. We had like 30 people in the room, mostly college students. And there were some people from our church who love to pray. And, um, and so they came in, we're all sitting around in like a hot, sweaty circle. And, uh, 
and then we're you know we did a little time of worship we were we were um beginning our intercession and again it's just the same prayer and generally it's what what's biblically called the prayer of petition so it's like we're asking god um you know would you please uh, do this thing would you please see these college students safe would you please whatever and uh whatever we were asking for in prayer it it got so boring so repetitive that I would be exhausted after it it just really was no fun to me and um and so you know as we began to walk this journey out uh in prayer we we came across these people and their names are Dennis and Katie Weedrick they're they're mentors of ours we we walk pretty closely with them and um what was neat is that uh they, they taught us that it didn't have to be boring. There's actually different styles of prayer. And so imagine for, for years going to these same meetings with the same people, praying the same thing. And it's like, you know, I was doing it because it was the good religious Christian thing to do. Um, I was doing it because I thought that's how we were supposed to do it. That was all I knew. But then we got introduced to a different way. Our, our church did actually. And um, this different way involved much less of me thinking or presuming I knew what God needed uh, or what God needed me to say in order for something to happen. And much more for me actually just listening. It was, it became way more conversational and way, way less about um, me thinking I knew what was best. And so I don't know about you, but generally in prayer, I used to think, and still sometimes too think, I know what's best. I know what I need. Instead of just asking God, God, what are you doing? And how do we participate? And that's, so that's a key question that we ask in our intercession all the time. Um, but let's rewind a little bit. So I want you guys to imagine with me for a second, there's a prison. And in this prison, um, there is, uh, there's someone locked deep inside the prison, okay? Uh, and so in order to reach this person, we're going to have to go through multiple different gates. Um, there's going to be, you know, the entrance that you drive through with your vehicle, and then you're going to go to a front, front door, and uh, maybe there's a sign-in sheet and then maybe you go through another door. Maybe there's a guard there. Maybe there's a card key. Maybe there's a physical key. Maybe there's a camera you wave at. Whatever. There is so many different types of keys in order to get into this person. And um, what intercession is, is, we're, is exactly like that. We're stopping and we're listening. God, what is the key that I need to apply in this situation? in order to begin to see this person or the situation get unlocked. So, you know, the, within the 20 different types of prayer, if you want to open that PDF, uh, go down to page six, and you're going to see 20 different types of prayer. Now, I'm not going to give a large teaching on all of these types of prayers, because that would be a long time. And we actually want to get you guys into some activation. And so we're going to do that in a little bit. 
Hi everyone, I wanted to take a quick break from today's podcast to let you know that we now have our course unlocked available for purchase on our website. Through this course, we go through practical steps that we walk our clients through on how to unlock greater identity and inheritance through intercession. We also have a free download of the PDF mentioned in this podcast that includes the different ways we hear God's voice, uh, the 20 different types of prayer that we found in scripture so far, and so much more. And so if you just follow the links in the description, you'll be able to find them there. We hope you enjoy the rest of the podcast, and we would love you to connect with us on our Instagram at The Well Exchange. But, um, you know what, Bef- before that, actually, I-, I need to rewind a little bit, too, because we need to set a precedent of-, of hearing God's voice. So instead of going to page six, let's go to page five. And um, let's talk about this. So um, within hearing God's voice, I'm going to actually screen share this. Um, this is a concept. Uh, it's it's super important and foundational in any type of prayer because, you know, we need to have a dialogue and a conversation with God before we actually can see these things unlocked. So if this isn't foundational for you, and this might be repeat for a lot of you, that's no problem. I want to go back through this because we need to be reminded some of the time that God speaks to us in a lot of different ways. Um, so for me, this was something I, I kind of grew up with a little bit. My dad, uh, he had shared with me, um, you know, that we can hear God. And he kind of taught this to me as, as a young kid. But for me, as a young guy, I, I had this amazing, amazing father, a really close relationship with my dad. And um, and so my dad, he, you know, he's this loving father. If if any of you have met him, he kind of looks like uh, if if you aged Daniel Craig a little bit, like James Bond, blonde James Bond. He's he's ripped. He's in incredible shape. He's he's amazing. And um, at, at the same time, he looks like this, you know. WWE wrestler when I was younger. That's what I thought he looked like. And, uh, but he would sell, you know, hug me and give me a kiss on the cheek. And he was just very present. And so when I would read in scripture that God is a loving father, I would be like, yeah, God is a loving father. Absolutely. Um, and, um, and as I was present with my loving father, I would begin to hear his voice. Now it was in this, in this, um, PDF here, it was his still small voice. And the way I began to hear his still small voice is, is actually internal to me. So we're, we're a three-part person where it says in the Bible, we're a spirit, a soul, and a body. So our body is the, the part, the physical part of us, the part of us that makes us, you know, our muscles and our, and our bones and all that kind of stuff, our physical being. And then we actually have a soul which is unique and different from our spirit. So our soul is loosely defined as our mind, our will, and our emotions. So what we think, what we um, what we feel, and what we decide. That's our, our soul. And then our spirit is that part of us that's meant to connect to God. It's designed to connect to God. So when we're hearing God's voice, Oftentimes, we're going to hear our God's voice internally to us. A lot of the time, people think, oh, you hear God, and we hear him physically, like from our physical being to our soul. But really, our spirit exists within us. And so when we're hearing God, we're often hearing him from our spirit to our soul. So a lot of the time, it's going to sound like a thought that's not your thought. And the way that we know it's God, well, there's a couple really key things that we need to do. Number one is 
his word. Why God's word is important isn't because it's um, some magical book. It's, uh, you know, it's got, I think, 40 authors over 66 books. It's a, it's a giant book. Nothing's like it ever in history. It's just this very long comprised story of our interaction with God. And um, it's, it's absolutely anointed and powerful. You could not believe in Jesus at all. And you could read God's word out loud and it would be absolutely anointed because it's God's word. It's his word does not return back to him void. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. However, his word allows us to understand who he is because all of God is not contained in the Bible. But all of the Bible absolutely contains or holds God in it. But God is way, way bigger. You got to think he's creating a story with you right now. We use his word as a plumb line, meaning it's it's something that gives us or, or like as a compass, as a true north, where we know this is who he is and this is what he's speaking. So um, when he's speaking to us in the still small voice, it should absolutely line up with him and who he is in scripture. Uh, so thinking about this, this, this is a really key sentence. God is love. Very, very simple, but very profound. If it doesn't sound like love, it's not God. If it doesn't produce, and these are the fruits of the spirit found in Galatians. Um, if it doesn't produce peace, joy, um, so love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. These, these things are the fruit of the spirit. And so we're going to understand that this is God if it's producing these fruits in us. You know, you might hear something really hard that you have to do, but it's going to produce peace in you. And then we know it's God. And we need to do this in a situation called community. We actually need people to teach us about who, or not teach us, but um, give us a, a, a litmus test, give us feedback on, is this actually God speaking or not? And quite often, um, we're going to hear more in community because other people are going to be hearing on our behalf as well and submitting things to, to each other. Here are some other really important ones. I'm going to go over them quick. Uh, intuition and your conscience you are designed in that you're made in the image of god so your intuition and your conscience your gut um god actually can speak to us and he does speak to us through our gut sometimes there's a deep knowing um and that is important to understand that god is speaking through a deep knowing how many of us have actually just put aside our deep knowing our gut feeling and you know done something anyways because it's right can anyone agree with that yep and uh and then as a direct result of that, what happens? There's usually some consequences, negative ones. Um, angels. So this is all through scripture. And this is not one that we commonly talk about. But angels can actually come visit us. And again, here, here's, a, here's a, a fun thing to know about angels. Um, unless they, like you can test an angel to say, um, they must say Jesus Christ is Lord. It says this in the Bible. Um, and if they don't, then you know it's not an angel from the Lord. So if you encounter an angel, it's going to be a profound experience, first of all. And they will say, um, they, they must say that Jesus Christ is Lord. Creation. So you can actually go out into nature. And it, it says that very clearly 
in God's word, you can experience God in nature because he's the one who created these amazing ecosystems. Your senses and your feelings. Now, primarily, um, again, this, this is kind of tied to intuition, but, um, you know, God can speak to us through feelings. So there's a difference between happiness, which is uh, an emotion, and a, like a deep feeling of joy. You can experience joy in a situation and really, um, you know, you might not be happy about it, but you can actually encounter God's joy. So say, for example, you went through, um, I don't know, there, there was the loss of, of a friend and uh, someone passed away. Now, have you ever been a, like at a funeral, that kind of situation where I'm actually encountering joy in, in the memory of this person, even though it's not a situation where I'd naturally be happy. Of course, we're not happy to lose people. And this is what's available to us um, in, in God. And so we, you know, we want to we want to learn and discern what these um, what these things are and how God is speaking to us through them. Dreams and visions. This is really important. So a dream is while we're sleeping. Uh, a vision is while we're awake. And so um, we're going to talk about a little bit about visions. Uh, visions can actually be open visions where you are transported to a different location and you physically see it with your eyes. But again, just like the still small voice, and this is important to understand, um, your imagination is actually created by God. And you, with your redeemed imagination, can see a vision that would transform um, your experience with God. So we, God takes us on these all the time, where we activate our active imagination um, or sorry, redeemed imagination. And we're saying, okay, God, where do you want to take us? And in that, um, we've actually imagined without talking to each other, the same thing in, in a group scenario. And so that's God speaking to us in a vision. And you can choose to actually enter into that. It's not just something that happens to you, but uh, you can say, God, I want to participate with you in this. Uh, one another, we need community, as I mentioned before, super important. Um, so we need to hear God in community. And lastly, and the worst one probably is circumstance. So if God is, if you're not hearing God and all these things beforehand, if we're not pressing in in relationship, then all of a sudden, um, usually circumstances, um, are painful and, um, in painful circumstances, God can speak as well. Sometimes they're very happy as well, but understanding God does speak in circumstances. For more information or to connect with us, check us out at thewell.exchange or on Instagram at thewellexchange.